Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a sibling rivalry and a video game. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. My brother and I really liked video games growing up. We would play all kinds of games. It could be first-person shooters like Halo or Doom, the original Doom video game. Uh, we played Clay and Quake. We also played strategy games. Uh, played StarCraft and uh, Counter-Strike. A bunch of them. I mean, there were tons. We played mass multiplayer online games. We played all kinds of stuff. And one game that we kind of had a love affair with for for some time was called StarCraft. Now StarCraft was like Warcraft. You essentially build this big army and and you start with like nothing and you have to mine resources and and build up your army and then you go attack people. Now this is not this is not uncommon. There are tons of these video games and strategy games are really really fun in reality because you know, it's faster movement, strategizing, different races, different experiences, and we would actually, back in the day, so we're talking like 1998, maybe 1997, we would all congregate at my dad's house. Now, my dad was actually really smart and put together a, a computer network, which in 1997 was a big deal. But what you could essentially do is if you had somebody who knew just a little bit about networks, you could have people bring computers together and hook them in, physically wire them into this hub, right, this router, and then the person who knew how to do it could click a couple buttons and they'd all be networked. Once you had that network established, you could play up to eight people on these games. It was amazing. So we being the obsessive crazy kids we were, would get our friends to bring their computers. Now I'm talking like a 15 pound computer tower, a monitor. Now monitors used to be TVs, but I'm not talking flat screen TVs. I mean like heavy TVs. So they'd bring the monitor, they'd bring the tower, they'd bring their keyboard, their mouse, all the power cords over to my dad's house. And we would have seven and eight people running. So, and we always had one person extra. Now, this is generally over the summer, of course, so we have nothing else going on. I mean, I had my paper out in the morning, but besides that, it was, it was pretty much open season. So we would have everyone playing, and the one person who was the odd man out would either be making food or sleeping. And the games would get really intense. I mean, you're building up these armies. You'd have teams going. It could be a free-for-all, but more times than not, it was like brothers against brothers or like this team of three and that team of three. It was, it was a good time. And... We had a lot of friends that also had were like older and younger brother brother sets, and we'd all hang out together. And the question would always become, who's better at this game, right? Are you better or is Mike better? And we would kind of like argue about it initially, but we realized really quickly that it should be, we don't tell. And it was weird because we were really, really competitive we just wanted our competition to be between ourselves. Now, we knew who was better because we had a grudge match. So in private, when no one else was there, we would get together and have a like no holds barred game against each other. It might, it might be an hour or hour and a half and we would be going 
ham, just go hard against each other and figure out who is the best that week. Now, at 15, I was a pretty resilient kid, okay? And I, I never really had a problem being bad at things. It's not like I, I liked being bad at things. I didn't accept it. But it was not, it was not who I was to just be bad at something and, let, and, and stop doing that thing. I was like, I was a grinder. Okay, so good, bad, whatever. And my brother wasn't as much so. Okay, so my brother, if he was bad at something, he would just, or if somebody was better than me, he would just give up. He was like, that's it, I'm out. And the last grudge match we had, I remember distinctly, the week before we had played, and I had made tank after tank after tank. I had this army of tanks, and I, I must have had like 30, 40 tanks. Then the thing with the tanks, they're, they're very expensive, hard to build, but I got, them, I got them set up. They're called siege tanks. Now, they were great. You bring anything on land towards those tanks, they light it up, okay? But my brother knew I liked tanks, and he planned for it, and he built these long-range air fighters. I can't remember what they were called, but the point is that he could safely shoot all of my tanks from a distance with this air unit, and the tanks couldn't do anything about it. Tanks couldn't shoot up. And I had made a mistake and not planned for for the air units, okay? So all my tanks got destroyed and he won. And I was really bummed. I was like, oh, but I go back to work. Go back to work. And next week, we have this game. I build a variety of units. I build super fast. And he comes in hard with the air units and I go bananas on him with air-to-air units and ground units that could shoot air, and I invaded on ground. Like, I did all kinds of things. I won't bore you with the details, but the point is I got after it. I got after it. I adapted. I figured out what was going on, and I was like, boom, and I slaughtered him. His response was not to get back to work and say, okay, what did I do? His response was like, that's it. That's it. You're better than me. It's over. And I remember that because, again, it was the last grudge match we had, and he felt like that experience defined us as people. And it really goes to show you the difference between who we are and who we think we are. Because if you knew my brother at the time, he was 19, he didn't even have a high school diploma. He did not graduated. He did not get his GED. He was working as a, as a tech guy in, in an engineering firm in the area and still living at home. You know, so doing all right, but not great. It took him years until he really got after it. When he was, I believe, 22 he decided to make it happen. He got his GED, went to City College, San Francisco, went to UCLA, crushed at UCLA, and then went to Princeton to get his PhD in Computational Cognitive Neuroscience. He graduated, 
he graduated and he is crushed ever since. I mean, absolutely destroyed. And is now living very happily and successfully in his life with his partner. And, and again, I think back on what my brother thought about who he was and about who I thought he was and, and about that relationship. And he felt very strongly that in that moment when I beat him, I was the winner and he was the loser and that was it. And we didn't play again. But even though he thought this in his head, he as a person at the time was not crushing. And he instinctually knew that he had to do better. Nobody forced him to do this. He chose to go back to school. And he did. He went back to school. He became a professional. He became enormously successful. And if you take a look at that, you realize that our thoughts betray us so frequently. Our ideas of who we are are just so flawed and silly. And in reality, my brother thought in his head that whoever he was on that last grudge match is, is who he was going to stay. That's who he was going to be. But he knew enough in his heart to know that that's not what he wanted. And, and that's not how he acted eventually. He got out of it. And I think so frequently people do this. I think they think something of themselves. I think they, they get an idea of who they are, what they are, or where they fit stuck into their heads, and they cause all kinds of problems for themselves. And they just need to get out of their own way. Whatever you did, whatever you struggled with, that's past tense. I'm not saying it doesn't affect you now. I'm not saying it doesn't you know, cause pain now. But that is past tense. What you are today, what you want to do today, who you want to be today and tomorrow is totally up to you. And as my brother showed, if you want to be an overwhelming success, you can do that. But he also showed me that you can give up and walk away. And that's that. So understand, things are not set in stone. And as comforting as it may be to say, well, I'm just always going to be bad at that. I'm not going to engage in that activity anymore because I'm bad at it. Yeah, you can think that. That's not true. You can think that. But the reality is you get to choose to continue to be bad at something. You get to choose who you are today and tomorrow. And that, that's a double-edged sword. Because if you continue to be bad at something, you better remember that was your choice. I'm Matt Todd. And this is Engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.